0: Hello and welcome to the Traumanomics Podcast, a place where we discuss a wide range of topics emphasizing healing, change, and growth for abuse survivors. Drawing from personal and professional experiences, we'll discuss issues openly for those in helping positions such as parents, educators, health and mental health professionals, and members of law enforcement.
1: This is Dr. Chris Bertelsen. Chris is a survivor, educator, and author. As a teenager, Chris was a target of a notorious child molester in his hometown, a man who went on to abduct and murder one of the victims. This abduction case went unsolved for 27 years. Chris was instrumental in helping bring attention to the cases, which were eventually solved in 2016.
0: And this is Jordan Howard. Jordan is a therapist here in Arkansas with extensive experience working with abuse victims and males in particular. In addition, Jordan works with couples and people with addictions.
1: Together, we hope to share stories and commentary of resilience and healing in a caring and light-hearted way, bringing attention to issues of abuse, addiction, and the effects on individuals and society.
0: Hey everybody, welcome to the Traumanomics Podcast, where men talk about stuff men don't talk about. Uh, we're here today, we're going to um, kick things off here in a minute, and uh, I just wanted to Comment before we started recording here. Jordan was giving me some, giving me a hard time about my cup, and uh, how big my cup is over here. I got a, I got a insulated cup that holds actually a pot of coffee. Jordan, I was about to say, is that coffee? That's coffee. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So, yeah. um, but you know, it's funny. I, I was thinking about it. Let's let that cup represent what it's like to be a teenager, and particularly a teenage boy. And um, where I'm going with that is, you know, we're we're supposed to be big and strong and tough and all of this, and you know, we got this cup. I know you have a little cup envy over here, Jordan, but um, God, it's got this little cane, cane right? Um, but in all seriousness, I think we're we're at a place we just have got to be talking about um, things supporting teenagers generally, um, and and I think for you and I, anyway, boys. Uh, yesterday we had some really terrible news uh about a school shooting and i had actually set up uh, on plan we plan on talking about this issue based on a study that came out in um in the paper here last week but uh and we will do that here this morning but we're gonna we're gonna start off talking about that jordan you know
1: just quickly you know our thoughts thoughts and prayers go out to uh, those in the santa clarita um community that that's dealing with this tragedy and um you know, Chris, it's just it's it's just sad that uh, we're we're seeing more and more of this uh, this type of thing start to happen. And I, I kind of know that uh, when we were preparing for this podcast. Actually, you know, we had, we'd already talked about doing this topic before this even came up. And it's just something that seems to be, like we said, happening more frequently uh, everywhere. Um, and something that that you and I, being at the age we are, I know we're getting old, man. You know, but uh, we are something we didn't really have to deal with. You know, back at that time. Like, yeah, I, I don't. I know. We definitely dealt with other things, and you for sure did with what, what what happened in your story. But, you know, I just remember being in school, like, we didn't have to, I never had a thought about that. Never right. had a worry that somebody's going to come in, shoot up the school,
0: never never had a care in the world about no, that. No, and in fact, I've, if any of my former classmates are listening to the podcast, which I, I think there are a few, but, you know, a lot of my classmates had guns in their vehicles, you know, they'd go duck hunting before school or pheasant hunting after school, you know, guns were all over. The purpose for having them was different, and I, it's just changed. I, I, The thought never would have occurred to me that something like this would happen um, in the school. And, and interestingly, there was a pretty well-known case just a few miles down. In fact, in, it's in the town where Jared uh, grew up, where a, a young man was being bullied and targeted a specific Individual and and shot him. So it does happen, and it's happened um, all over. It's happened in Minnesota, of course. It's happened here, Jonesboro. Uh, Probably remember that case. I absolutely do. Yeah,
1: it was one of the one of the first ones I can remember um, remember happening. Because I, you know, not to date myself too much here, but I'm from the from the group to where this was beginning to start. As I was leaving high school, uh, I think Columbine happened. I may be off on the time. Ninety somewhere somewhere in there um i remember it was the one that really caught the the nation's attention you know uh big time um but you know i just remember that thought of like you know how can that you know how can this even be possible you know you know just and and of course we've gone on to have you know others that have just been horrible uh sandy hook comes to mind things of that nature um and seemingly more random, you know, there's more random, you know, at beginning it seemed like there was maybe some targeting going on,
0: but now it's just kind of these random acts of, of violence. And, know. you know, and by the way, you were right about, about Columbine in 99, uh, yeah. that is correct, but um, one of the things that, we're try, if we're trying to pick out a pattern, is that really what we should be doing? You know, I look back at my teaching days and, one of the things the article talks about, and actually I'm gonna I'm gonna share the, the title of this article, this is from the Arkansas Democrat Gazette. It was on November eighth. School attacks study finds similar threads and it goes through uh the subtitle Most Culprits Bullied, raised red flags. So I think, you know, one obvious thing is that it's overwhelmingly males, right? Absolutely. And so uh, th- that's an issue. The bullying piece is, well, let's face it, schools have bullying, and girls we know uh, are it's more the cyber bullying. Uh, from everything I know, well, and not to jump in too much here, but no, oh, go but ahead. It's I all mean, right. <laughs> <this> is,
1: <laughs> I mean, this is no offense to to those that are in the school systems. You know, my my wife is actually an educator, and you know, we we've had this debate before. Just bottom line, from what I see as a counselor, I don't think our anti-bullying measures are really helping too much. I mean, it, right. I'm not saying it's it's a it's a you know, it's an effort that shouldn't be done. We should be on anti-bullying campaigns. My point is, or I should we
0: I, be on pro treating people with respect and kindness well, campaigns? Because there, they're a, out there, there too. There you go. Yeah, you know, yeah. I think
1: something. My point is, there needs to be some change in some of that because right. there's not. Look, look! again at the increase in this kind of stuff that's happening.
0: Right. Do we need any other, right? You know, measurable right. outcome there. Well, and as a teacher, uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you it's. I've been out a while. So Prefaces with that. I've been out of the classroom for a long time. However, I don't think teachers often feel supported, feel backed up if they call somebody out on something. I think there's. Oh, te- teachers are in the bind. Too. They're there's in the bind. No they don't it. know what to do. Um, you know, there's, uh, I, I can remember students who I've had, who I personally had concerns about, like, hey, this kid, something's, something's not right. right. And um, sometimes we just don't know what to do and how to support them. Uh, so one of the things I want to kick back to here just a little bit is about this issue of being a boy, you know, being, growing up, being a teenage boy, uh, and I'm, somewhat directing this as well well maybe a lot uh, to boy moms you know because the way I see this and you know I could be wrong on it we're not talking men boys are not talking women moms grandmas want us to talk then we gotta we gotta go to the source we gotta start early and often We gotta start talking to the boys because what I think is happening in the shootings, at least on some level, these these boys don't feel like they matter. Absolutely and what I've kind of come to learn in in, uh you know, my years here I'm dating myself to a couple of old guys, but um men wanna matter. You know, girls wanna matter, so do men. And we want to uh we wanna be, I think, Jordan you can correct me if you I want to talk about love languages. Um, it's, uh, it's a great book. It's the five lo- love languages. Help me out with the author's name on that. If you I can. think it's Chapman. Gary, Is it Chapman, Gary, Gary Chapman. Chapman? Sure. So five love languages. Men that I know, it's overwhelmingly words of affirmation. Men like to hear that they matter. And if you look at teenage boys, we, we you know, as a kid, I f- speak for myself anyway. I want to matter to the baseball team. I want to matter to the football team. I want to matter to my teachers, and uh, I think a lot of these kids just don't feel it. They're not getting that message.
1: That's that's absolutely correct. I think that, uh, and I think it can come from different, uh, different, different ways. You know, it's not. You know, this issue can look like the boy that is neglected, and you know, parents are on drugs or what. It can look like that. This can also look like the family that's super successful mom and dad are really not around really not paying a whole lot of attention to what's going on it, it brings up this aspect of, and we've talked about on the podcast before of relational neglect where there's just this uh, this loss uh, of, of of people because i think and chris you can chime in on this too and, and you know my my own personal belief you know at this point is that i think we are in a a land of confusion as far as where where we fit um you know, just in general in society. Uh, and I, I mean that specifically, I think you can see that a lot in males, which is why this is happening. We don't know where we where our role is, where we kind of fit. There's a, uh, a really good book that I would encourage people, uh, Wild at Heart by John Eldridge. Great book. Uh, great book. Talks about, you know, the wounded... Uh, the wounded end of masculinity as well. Right, and there's a,
0: a great companion book written by he and his wife, Captivating. Captivating. Yeah, excellent for girls. Both, um, both very good. Very but, good books, yeah. But, but the point is, I think with, uh, you know, and, and as
1: much as we hear about toxic masculinity, and we'll talk about that as well, we have a little bit. Um, toxic, I've, Toxic. what about toxic humanity? Well, there you go. <laughs> I mean, I'm, there so, you go. I'm
0: just saying. Yeah, no.
1: I mean, but it, but it becomes this, this thing to where... Uh, you know, I think we even see in our school systems, and you could probably speak to this as a teacher, where boys don't know really what it means to be a boy right now. They don't know what it means. I'm not, and I'm not talking about gender stuff. That's not what I'm getting into. We don't know how to, where we kind of fit in that in that whole system. Um, and I think the way that plays out is you have a lot of young men who really are confused. They don't know. They don't. They just don't really know. Like Chris said, that they matter. That that anything matters. So how do you how do you get to a point where you commit some of these you know heinous crimes that come
0: right. up? Well, and and the other part, you know, ki- piggybacking on what you said about um, where they fit in and and you know how they feel being a being a teenager is hard enough, um, and so when you feel like you don't fit in anywhere, and you know I I this conjecture with this case in California, I don't know, but um, I do know that a lot of those previous shootings have been people who come from these apparently successful, successful by socioeconomic Correct. measure, things like yeah. that. It's usually not the other way. It's usually not. Mm-hmm. Um, it's usually, you know, and, and there is, there's been a, a large number of white males who've done this. And so if you're trying to see a pattern, that pattern, I think, is kind of breaking apart. I, I don't I don't think they're I don't think we can I don't think we can say well their father their fathers aren't in the picture or, or their mothers aren't in the picture or their I don't think we can say that as much as we thought we could before Ooh, well. but these but these young men my point is a lot of them a lot of men who don't feel like they fit in are part of the 80% of men who are committing suicide as adults that's my point yeah well, and I was going to say
1: something a little, little this might be a little bold, but not to stereotype here, but um, I think a lot of the, the young men uh, that come from maybe a rougher background, I, I would, I don't know what the stats would show, but there'd be a propensity, I would think, for drug abuse, for alcohol abuse, that type of thing. Well, Here's the thing. Even though those things aren't healthy behaviors, they find a place that they fit. They fit with drug culture right or, or the gang or culture the of, gang culture, oh, yeah,
0: yeah we're talking about these kids that don't find a place to fit at all right so, so to so push that. back a little bit on this you were reading the article i don't know did, did you read it on the air i can't remember i don't think you did uh, but one of the things that you had pointed out was you know this kid's in he's a he's a cross-country yep. runner he was a, a boy scout, boy scout su- seemingly, seemingly seemingly successful, quiet, mild mannered kid. So the, the point there is, you can be in stuff and not be connected, and still not be connected. Exactly, you know. And so I feel like boys, you know, let's face it, I mean, schools stratify on every level, right? School is the only place you will ever be with your peers, your age, all day long, every day. And not intermix with people of different ages. Where I work, I get people all all age ranges. It's right. not how it is in school. No. So here you have all these hormones, all these right. uh, appearances you have to keep. You know, you have to walk around with your giant coffee cup, right? <laughs> you know? And and put on the facade. And I think a lot of boys, particularly, get they they feel shame. Yeah, they do. The
1: moral of that story is Chris just likes to brag about his coffee. <laughs> it holds a whole pot of coffee. <laughs> yeah, I oh, yeah, yeah. Addiction, maybe mm-hmm. you know. So, absolutely. No, um, no. I, I, I think this is absolutely. This is something again, as we talked about on this podcast. We want to talk about things guys don't talk about because here's the deal. If you're if you're a guy, and I want you to imagine for a minute if you're if you're listening to the show right now, and and you're a you're a, a, a mom of boys. Let's just let's face the kind of the reality right now, and Chris and I will try to try to spell this out. What do teenage boys care about? What are some of the main primary things going on in their world across the board that they care a lot about? They're gonna care a lot about how they fit with other people. They're gonna care a lot about do you know, affirmation from, from girls but particularly, I think would be it would be a part there right. from friends, from peers. You know, there's this whole pecking order thing that goes on with males, with sports, with whatever. We're going to try to we're going to try to seek out, you know, from a young age, probably probably to begin with, our dad. That's going to be one of our primary like our
0: what what do they do? How are they kind of right? Well, if you go you know, back to if you go back to Wild at Heart, that's the that's the thesis of the book is that yeah. boys go to their go to their fathers or their their main father figure, right? And they go to this person, am I a man? And they're asking That's this question, question, am I a man? When, that, when there's nobody to, to answer that question, and, you know, he makes the argument, it's, it's got to be a man. Mm-hmm. Women, girls, go to, uh, they go to women for that same question. It's not, am I a, uh, a man? It's, uh, it's, you know, obviously. But women mold these uh, young girls into women. And that's his thesis, and so if that question is not answered, in the case of men, generally, men ask women that question, and when men ask women that question, they don't get the answer. That's not where the answer comes from. The answer comes from a man, from the dad.
1: And the difference that I think that we see right now, and I don't know if Chris agrees or not on this one, but what I see a lot of is that we've got, this is back to our whole purpose really in this podcast of men needing to do their work because here's the deal. You end up with a, with a teenage boy who's looking for that question answered. Dad, do I have what it takes? Am I a man? What if dad doesn't know? And he's not gotten that question answered either. And so he's going around trying to, you know, or avoiding sort of that topic. He's not able to help right. in that regard. That is kind of the thrust of this because we have a lot of men that don't. You know, we have a lot of men that think, "Okay, it's this old school." You know, I got to teach my boy how to how to hunt, how to play ball. How to, none of that stuff's wrong, guys. I like football as much as anybody else, even though my poor Razorbacks are just awful. So, <laughs> right? I was going to say it. I mean, go go logs, <laughs> You got a, you got a, slump.
0: you got some deep love there. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> yes, yeah, you know. But there's a, a you know, guys. We have it's more than that. It's dad. Do I have what it takes to make it? In this world that is a much deeper bigger question and we've got to be able to affirm especially these young men because that's what they want to know because if they don't think they have what it takes then what in this world matters at that point right that's how somebody can get and i know there's more to it i'm not saying it's that simple but that's how you can get to a place to where it's like when you don't care about humanity or the world
0: that's a scary place to be yeah it it really is and you know, I I'm gonna try to. Uh, I'm a girl dad, and dads matter in girls' lives. Absolutely, uh, we know that, and um, and so we want to raise we want to raise boys who turn into men who are good for their their children and their wives or their partners, whatever. You know, that's what we're really going for here is the is the uh, the idea that it can't be. Either or. it's We've we just got to change this to be both, both, and, both we, and. We have to. And, you know, we can we can maybe do an episode about the, the issues that girls face, too. I think we should. And, and we can probably have a, a, a mom or, or a woman come in and, and help us out with that, too. That would be a great uh, idea. But so. Yeah. So, anyway, we're, uh, we're grateful you're tuning in with us here today. And um, we appreciate it. Uh, Jordan is back from the dead. We had a little we had a little pause there for about a week and a half because uh, Jordan, I thought he was dead, but then he did finally text me back. <laughs> so, Ain't nothing hey, like man. illness, man, you <laughs> are, you, are you still so, alive? <laughs> I'm still here. I'm right, still here. So,
1: back to the land of the living. Yeah. Correct. So yeah.
0: anyway, we uh, we appreciate you listening, and again, follow us on social media and send the podcast off know forward it to people you think might be might find it helpful yeah
1: please guys uh you know if you you know somebody that uh
0: that that would this
1: this podcast be good for please please let them know about it subscribe to our stuff if you're enjoying it let us know what you like and uh we'll try to do more of it all right thanks again have a good week this podcast is made available by upstart resilience llc for educational purposes only, as well as to give you general information and a general understanding of the subject matter. This podcast is not designed to give specific professional advice. By using this podcast, you understand that there is no counselor-client relationship nor any other professional relationship between you and the hosts. This podcast should not be used as a substitute for competent professional advice from a licensed professional in your state.